What's good? What's good? This is episode 115 of the Jack Darren Podcast. You got your way middle like you and Josh Rockstar in the studio. What's good, man? How are you? What's good? What is up, everybody? We're we're starting the crazy season of games. The the early Christmas in the summer. This episode <laughs> has no chill. The next one's gonna have no chill. We're we're in it. That's that's good times that's... now. It is, it is it's good. I mean, I, there's a lot of games this summer I can't wait for. Um, I mean, it's I'm gonna enjoy the summer, uh, even though I'm madly looking forward to uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. But I'm gonna let mm-hmm. that be my treat <laughs> for the end of the year because mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't skip past all the great games that's coming out this summer. Um, I mean, you know, we got Xenoblade, we got um, Ninja Turtles, we got uh, Splatoon three. Um, we, we have, strikers, let's just say, just yeah, Strikers, um, Three Hopes, and Three let's hopes. just say uh, Microsoft go ahead and drops this infamous GoldenEye 00764 remake because mm-hmm. the apparent achievements is on is online right now. So it's just like, okay, they've already caught two people online with achievements for the game. So it's a matter of time. We know people are underground playtesting it right now. Playtesting yeah. online. Like it's just it's it, it's only a matter of time until they just throw the covers off and just say, okay, you can download this. It's a part of Game Pass. You can play mm-hmm. it. It's gonna it's gonna be wild. I can't stress it enough. It's just a matter of whether it shows up on Keeley's show or Xbox's show. That that's right. it. It's coming right. in the building. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's already it's already here. So we're just we're we're waiting for them to to show it off. Um, but other than that, that'd be that'd be some other games that we talk about. So this episode, Summer Game Fest, uh, State of Play. Uh, we're talking about uh, more Sony news, that li- little bit of Capcom, that sneak peek that they showed us. Me, even though they do have the bigger show coming next week, but they uh, showed off Street Fighter Six, which looks good, and uh, Modern Warfare Two news. So uh, we we got a little bit of everything happening on this episode. So y'all definitely stay jacked in because we have a lot of topics to 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 spill all the all the goodies with. But, uh, you know, you just want to kick it off first, you know, like we do a Jack Dan style. But Josh, how's your past week been going? What games you been playing? How you been? I've been good. Uh, I've been playing uh, two games in particular. One was uh, Nick Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2. Uh, okay. I've been playing that, and that's been pretty fun. Better better than the first game. Uh, mm. This one has a little bit of a bigger budget, so and you can feel it. Uh, and Not then the up. other game I've been playing is a small indie game uh, from uh, Li- uh, they're actually a Canadian studio called uh, Lilimo and okay. it's called Super Perils of Baking. It's essentially like a uh, Super Mario World style wow. like platformer. So I- I- I'm bad at those games, so I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said I'm bad at them. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to get to the last level where you fight the last boss. Uh, but I, I'm having fun with it, and uh, that's it's all good. that matters. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Um, 
I finally am legit back in the studio. I have the the lab set up back on my desktop. Um, we're definitely back streaming live next week. Uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, also, I'm back streaming games online again. I can't wait for that either. Um, back to online streaming Smash and and some other stuff. So it'd be it'd be nice to get back in the groove of things. But um, here goes a good one. I've actually been playing Star Wars Coder on Ooh. the Switch. Knights of the, Ooh, Old, Knights Republic. Of the Old Republic. I have I've 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 played it for like I want to say about 15 minutes when it was on the Xbox back in the day, but never really got in it. So now I'm actually playing it and understand like this is actually interesting RPG. Like I, I didn't know it was uh, it was like this. So um, I'm I'm playing this right now. And the reason why I start playing it because um, I saw the video, the fact that they're releasing. Republic 2 on the Switch. Yep. So I was like, wait a minute, Knights of Republic 2 is where's the first one at? And oddly enough, the first one was actually on uh on the Switch. So um I, that's what I'm playing right now. Yeah. How how far are you into the game? Oh, I'm not far. I, I finally got off the ship. I got the escape pod and I'm on some planet somewhere and uh mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So um I don't know, I'm I'm really uh interested. It, it's that game's exciting it's got some good moments really yeah okay mm -hmm. well, that's good to hear and, and so, some uh star wars characters that we wish were canon because they're so they're really? so cool yeah okay yeah but I, i'm not saying anything else <laughs> i can it would be a sin to ruin any more of that game for you just how you long experience. is it ooh, ooh, probably about like 20 to 30 hours i think okay, you, you could definitely bad. spend more with it though like there's a lot of okay. like side quests and stuff but i think like okay. if you went through it at a like a normal pace it's like 20 to 30 okay it's not bad it's yeah. not like um what you call it shimigami tensei which felt like it was a 70 hour game because no. of how far you had to go and grind and level because the game's crazy uh learning curve i mean a uh, difficulty curve and it was just killing you mm -hmm. um so I don't know if it's the same way here. The combat seems pretty straightforward. I mean, you have your, uh, it's like an auto battle. You choose your skills and things like that, and mm -hmm. you create a team. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like uh, almost like World of Warcraft, like or early World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, it kind of feels like that, Fair like enough. an auto, auto battle kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you know what? We're not going to hold it up too long because I do not want to waste time um, not talking about anything but the topics that we have uh, set up um, for this week. Uh, I just I just want to make sure that we catch all you guys up. I know you guys look forward to all of the news and the things that happen. So we, we definitely wish we fill you in. But, you know, Josh, because it's just Sony stuff, I'm going to actually let you kick it off with the the the, the state of play. So the Summer Games Fest state of play um, where they have some great big hitters, uh, Resident Evil, No Man's Sky, some stuff like that. Um, I have my own feelings about it, but I'm going to let you kind of kick it off <laughs> because I, I'm a little bit critical and, you know, like really? I said, okay. I, yeah, I'm, re I'm really critical because, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you talk about it first and I'm going to drop my two cents on there. Okay, because I thought they clapped. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you, I, see, see, you, 
you keep doing it, you keep doing it. It, it was nice, okay? But I, I feel like that they PlayStation is trying to live in the glory days, okay? It's just, uh, like they're, as much as they want to knock uh, at Microsoft for not really doing anything quote-unquote new, they open up with a remake of a game that's like over, what, 10 years old, right? I mean, Resident Evil 4 remake. Okay, that's nice. They're going to have PSVR content in it. But I feel like the biggest part of this hit was maybe the VR. I mean, yeah. dropping the Spider-Man stuff on PC is not really exciting because I've played it, beat it already. It's exciting for people who refuse to buy a PlayStation and or unable to get a PS5 to, you know, get the full experience of it. But I mean, besides that and Final Fantasy 16 coming next year, there was nothing really there. I'm just being honest. Okay. Besides, and besides VR, if you're not excited for the VR, that's fine. But I mean, Street Fighter Six is not really a PlayStation thing because Street Fighter Six is dropping on everything yeah. but Switch, right? Yeah, they haven't said they haven't said anything about exclusive, so we just assume right. it's coming. Right, and but they did say, in all fairness, they did say that this was a third-party focused event. So, you know, but even though they kind of go and throw Horizon, Call of the Mountain in there, even though they're saying that that's, you know, considered VR content, so it's not like main part. I don't know. It's just mm -hmm. that it just, it didn't really, it didn't really hit like that for me. Just be honest. Yeah. yeah, like they say it's a third party thing, but like even last time they threw in Returnal as like the right. one first party thing. Yeah. Yep. yep. Like, for, for me, this is their best state of play they've ever delivered like in terms of just the state of play i still think the showcase that they did and the showcase before that were both better mm -hmm. uh there were there were more hype and there was more stuff but like as as far as like a state of play this one's the best uh, i think they they showed the most sizzle uh in this one uh and they sony's like i i i kind of agree with you when you say like they're uh they're like living in the past a little bit um they owe square enix and capcom they're really really owe those companies because they're doing all the heavy lifting for them until they get mm -hmm. their games out uh that that's what it looks like to me too now yep. when it comes to spider-man remastered i i know like 20 20 million people already have this game uh on either playstation 4 or playstation 5 but there is a four-letter word that makes that PC release worth it. Mods. Yeah. And also the fact that being able to play Spider-Man on the Steam Deck. Yes, yes. Is, yes. Is, you should have already seen people, as soon as they launch it for Steam, they said, screw Steam. Steam where's Steam Deck verified at? That, that's all yep. they care about. Yep. And you know what? I honestly have to give it to you. To be able to play something like that portable on the go is nasty, right? Mm -hmm. And if Sony is backing up Steam the way they are now, that automatically the Steam Deck and a PlayStation portable position again. Mm -hmm. Honestly, 
like being able to play Horizon on Steam, uh, being able to play Spider Man on Steam. Yep. I think is I think Days Gone is on Steam. Yep. Yep, uh, Returnal is coming to Steam next. Like to be able to play all these big kidder PlayStation games on there, and then turn around and say, "Yo, uh, so Steam Deck looking in the corner, like you know." <laughs> Like the next man about to pick you up, like yeah, you know I'm waiting for you. So as soon as you drop on Steam, go ahead and drop that verified check mark next to it. <laughs> and it's just like it's, I mean it's crazy. I, I gotta give it to them. It, it's it's nice. It's it's giving people that do not have the PlayStation. Uh, now granted, they don't get the same PlayStation feel because a PlayStation Five, you're playing it at 60 FPS, 4K, yes. right? Yeah. You're 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 playing on. The, the 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 top of the top especially if you have a hdmi 2.1 television um when they kick in game mode you'll be able to see all the gloriness um yeah. being able to have the t because it's one thing to play on a 60 hertz tv that's fine but when you get to play on an hdmi 2.1 to where you have the frame sync up with the gameplay you'll be able to see the glossiness of mm -hmm, the way right. the game can put out and you know that's to get the full flow however okay however like playing games like persona 4 golden all right now on steam deck it's it's literally a glorified playstation vita yeah it is, is what it is there there's or a, a channel that i there's like a channel i've been checking out it's called deck ready and it's run mm -hmm. by uh, a guy his name is jimmy champagne and he he's been like dedicating that one channel because it's like a second channel for him it's all dedicated to the steam deck so he goes mm -hmm. over like the optimum ways to uh, to play these games, and like mm -hmm. in some cases, like you, you'll never really get 60 and it being like fluid. But he he goes over ways where you can run it on 40 hertz mode, so that way mm -hmm. the game will run at 40 fps and it, the refresh right. matches. Uh, so yeah. then you get like a buttery smooth like um, experience with some games and stuff. Right. So he goes over like the different ways you can optimize. Uh, the the setup uh for yeah. the game and he said like and, that the playstation yeah. exclusives all run great on uh, the steam deck and they're only able to do that because of that recent update um uh, with the 40 hertz mode that that was mm -hmm. their latest uh that latest proton build that dropped so i mean it's just for me i can't see myself going to rebuying those games just to mm -hmm. play portable i already have them i already have spider-man remastered with all the dlc i already yeah. have miles morales you know I and mean? i've are i'm already playing this game on a beautiful 65 inch you know tv in my living room you know mm -hmm. and and you know i will be honest the reason why i like playing things on my switch is because it's being able to play portable right so that's fine but the reason why the switch works for me is because i've invested in it there's games that i would skip on the playstation and skip on the xbox to play on the switch because that's yep. where my dedicated rpgs that's where a lot of my games go so you'll be like okay so why didn't you buy to play on my playstation no like for instance legend um um legend of heroes trails of cold steel three and four i'm gonna play it on a switch I'm not going to get that on PlayStation, even though it is on PlayStation, right? But I'm not mm -hmm. going to play it there because, yeah, like that's not it's what I'm in it. Yeah. It's portable, right? Yeah. So for that, for the Steam Deck to make sense for me, I would have to skip all those games and play it on the Steam Deck and invest in that or invest in a PC. The problem is the reason why the Steam Deck doesn't work for me, and I've talked about it in a previous episode, 
well, a lot of my games are not on Steam. The mm-hmm. Steam Deck will cater to people where their whole library is on Steam or they have no consoles, right? That's yeah. who people will benefit from it. When I loaded my Steam Deck, all I had was two games that was playable. You know what I'm saying? And God of War wasn't one. Why? Because I have God of War on PlayStation. So why do I need God of War on Steam as well just to play it on portable on Steam Deck? So, but mm-hmm. I yep. will say after seeing all this, I see where Sony could literally etch. So Sony can make enemies in two ways. They can make an enemy of Xbox and do something Xbox is not doing because the only thing Xbox is working on right now is some kind of streaming box or streaming dongle to play. Mm-hmm. I think I've I've seen something Project Keystone is what they're working on, and it's Keystone, a possibility. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's either going to be a digital system that just has an HDMI and and a place to plug in a hard drive or something like that, or um, or just a dongle that looks sort of like a Chromecast, a beefy Chromecast. It's going to have to have its own power supply. It can't borrow power oh, supply yeah. from HDMI. Oh, um, yeah. So you know something to plug in like that. They of course they're trying to make it simple and easy, but um, being able to play without big input delay, the Xbox Game Pass, being able to sign in, right? That's the only thing that I know of that Xbox is working on. Sony can slide in the back pocket and say, okay, so we see what Steam is doing with the Steam Deck. Let's go talk to Valve real quick. Let's let's see if we can get games specifically modified for the Steam Deck, and let's funnel all of the PlayStation hits, all of the PlayStation games, Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal, you know, all those games and drop it on Steam, right? And because at the end of the day, Steam is Sony's ally. Steam is not a competitor to to Sony, which is why they're dropping their games on PC. Well, what they don't understand, dropping a game on PC, they're winning because guess who owns the PC world? Microsoft. So it kind of doesn't matter anyway. Um, so mm-hmm. Xbox still win. But of course, Sony can't be worried about all of that because, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the original topic, what Sony could do is funnel all these games and empower the Steam Deck and just say, okay, you know what? Or they can release a Sony version of the Steam Deck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can do something like that. Uh, or they have Steam Deck, Sony verified games or whatever. They could do that. But not only do they give Sony an edge, right? They also make an enemy of the Nintendo Switch because now they're stepping into the Nintendo's domain now where yeah. they rule and reign the portable. So to be able to play a game like, for instance, Legend of Clo- uh, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3, that's on Steam. To play that game on Switch and then play that game on Steam Deck. Yes, it will look better on Switch on Switch's OLED because their OLED screen is better than the panel that's on the Steam Deck. But the game will run better on the Steam Deck than it would the Switch because of the hardware that's being held back. So I honestly believe Nintendo knows that, which is why the previous financial call, they said that uh, um, Nintendo is, they said that Nintendo, so what they what they normally do is if they say that there's no console in this fiscal year, they'll say no console, but they said They're this time explicit. they have nothing yeah. to ignite, announce, yeah. So I honestly see this summer slash fall, Nintendo announcing something and then bringing it next year. March, right. That's that's exactly that's what I see happening. Um, I do see this being a significant upgrade over what's 
excuse me, what's already out there, uh, especially since Nintendo has already announced that um, with this case with Team Executor and piracy and stuff, that they actually brought that V2 switch out just to fight piracy. That, that's all it was for. It was nothing about, you know, this or that. It was just to fight piracy, and they actually mm -hmm. confirmed it themselves. So um, let's just count out the V1 switch and just say the V2 switch, the switch light, and then the OLED. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there is rumors of of 4K edition Switch dev kits that has gone out earlier this year. They have kind of like all hushed, hushed again. So now nobody's talking about it. But when they were talking about developers, some people actually confirmed that they do actually have the units in their hand. But, you know, the way Nintendo Ninjas is, they they really don't want something like that being talked about. Um, so it, it didn't it didn't really last long. Um, yeah. But I, I honestly, like I said, going back to the original, um, the original thing about the Sony, I, the state of play for me, it wasn't that good. That it wasn't that good. I'm not gonna say it was just bad. It wasn't that great. I mean, yes, VR, PSVR two is what we're working for, or looking a new version of that. We want to see exactly how immersive it is, how well it can take advantage of the power that the PS5 can offer, which. You know, it, it it will be nice, especially if what they've shown for Call Call the Mountain. But mm -hmm. if all they're showing off is what they can bring to PC and what they can do with VR, to me, that's not really enriching enough for me to say that it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I guess you have to be kind of into the things that they they showed, uh, and I, I think this this data play does skew a little bit towards like mm -hmm. a certain demographic of players mm -hmm. uh yeah. even even with how wide of an audience like final fantasy and um resident evil have their own respective mm -hmm. uh like fan bases but i i see it kind of skewing one one particular way with this one uh especially yeah. if you're a horror fan uh you're getting a lot a lot yeah. of stuff yeah that's mm -hmm. true but you can only play those games once maybe twice i mean it's just it's not something to go i mean resident evil comes out and then it's on sale in two months right yeah. i mean it's ten dollars off twenty dollars off you know and then they get the deep discounts i mean you can't really resident evil as good as it is and it's the only thing out there that's in its own genre which is how it can stay alive but at the end of the day it's not it, it doesn't self make yourself self-sufficient resident evil is here but it's not there and also it's not exclusive to sony again it's mm. something that will show up on both consoles the only thing that's exclusive to it is the vr stuff right and yeah. i mean resident evil 7 was good in vr like that's the thing that's like uh getting me excited for like playing these two games in vr because resident mm. evil 7 was really good Okay, the, the scare true. the scares were there for sure especially when you get your hand caught up in vr yeah, yeah. that's true well you know what i will kind of i'll kind of jump and the reason why i will talk about this because it's kind of ties into this um but modern warfare 2 um it's going to release on um next gen consoles but the open beta is coming to playstation and and five days before the consoles now i wonder is this game going to drop and sale before other consoles and only drop on playstation first i don't know like no Sony uh, still multi-release yeah multi-release okay yeah. i mean listen it's you never know yeah it's you gonna be uh, october 28th for everything yeah 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the monkey wrench in this is there's apparently a Warzone two coming this year. I thought mm. that was coming next year. So they they really meant there's nothing new for COD next year because uh, Warzone two oh, is okay. coming coming out this year and it, it's gonna do like almost the same thing that Warzone one did. It's gonna bounce off of Modern Warfare and mm-hmm. uh, and like bounce off those mechanics um, that content. Mm-hmm and um it's going to be like an extension of that so mm-hmm. that that'll be interesting uh to see okay. yeah well, I'm, I'm all here for it but um i mean it's still again something that sony can push but it's not big enough to say you know you know let me just go buy a playstation yeah. for this game but um, this will be the last of sony's deals that they've penned in ink because the deal for microsoft is going to be signed next year early next year and these they're they're running out the deals so like these open Mm -hmm. beta things five days early that's numbered like if anything Mm -hmm. those things are going to go to xbox and xbox is going to get those open betas early they bought they bought activision yeah so this is the last of it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay i got you it makes sense yeah um now we did mention that and you know i just want to talk about this first before i talk about street fighter the reason why I'm not excited for for Final Fantasy uh, 16, and there was a whole article I had read online about how they've gone away from the series um, and got to where they are. I understand that they need to change to make things appealing to other people. I get it. But I feel like it's losing the very essence and identity of what Final Fantasy was. And that's my concern with Final Fantasy 16. Just from playing the, watching the videos, I, I I just don't think it's fair. They the last the last tactical base Final Fantasy, in my opinion, was Zodiac Age. Even though you had the like the free movement kind of system, you still had to assign. You know, uh, you still had to assign command and things like that now it's just hack slash hack slash hack slash done yeah it just it doesn't make sense to me i i think final fantasy 13 and that whole era is the thing that put the nail in the coffin in that like especially like between lightning returns and final fantasy 15 Mm -hmm. uh setting up the alley-oop for remake 2 they knew for sure this is the system that we need to go forward with and it's pretty clear in this next one that they're it's ATV again. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. And I'm just being honest. I don't like it. I'm not happy with it. I, I feel like they need to go back to the roots. Go back to Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X two, Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, they they just they need to go back to the way it was before. Oh, um, Final Fantasy thirteen. I mean, even thirteen and thirteen too. It still had an HTB. You just couldn't just smash. It's just yeah. It, it I don't know. Like it's a, just somewhere in between essence. between the the ATB that ended up in Lightning Returns and then like the the turn base. Like those two yeah. games are like somewhere in between. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just it, it's it it just makes me sad. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's why like it's so important we get these games like Triangle Strategy and Octopath Traveler, like 
that they keep or bravely default that they keep the the essence of those older final fantasy games uh alive and and deliver those experiences in, in that way i think that's like super important because people no, still love turn-based like it's still very popular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and that's that's why that's why i like the fact that um I like the fact that you can still play it and enjoy it and you can challenge yourself, mm-hmm. right? The way these other games are, there's no challenge. There's no, there's no, oh my gosh, this, this boss is about to kill me. I need to plan three turns ahead. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's nothing like that. So it's just like, what do you, what do you, what do you have left? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not looking forward to, um, to, uh, to Final Fantasy at all anymore. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's not it's not exciting for me anymore. It looked flashy as hell. Especially oh, flashy! Showing, of course. They, they were showing all of the summons, and it looks like the main character is Ifrit. So. They show all the stuff, but I mean, what else is at the end of the day after that? We'll have to There's see. nothing. No, there is nothing. There is nothing, but but I mean, this. I'll be honest. This is the reason why I did not play Final Fantasy 15. I'm not gonna say that I didn't beat it. I played it. I got far. I got bored, and then got put to the side. I think that game's a little messy, uh, t- like to be fair. Mm-hmm. It, it's good, but it, it it's it's a little flawed in in a way. Remake two I'm did like, you... what they were trying to do with fifteen much better. I'm glad you can be honest and say that. That's why that's why I can take your word for things because anyhow you told me that that game was legendary, I honestly I'd have had to been like, um, Josh, um, I hear you and I understand, but no. <laughs> but no I would have been disowned <laughs> uh, I mean something of the sort <laughs> something of the sort there, 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 there's no way you could have told me that you like that there's no way no way hmm. nope um, they, but, also, but, they also need to like stop hating and put those uh, pixel remasters. That'll soften the blow a little bit. Yep, because people are already complaining about that. Yo, where is that? Where is where is um where is uh yeah? They, they're pissed yeah, off. The one everybody wants is six. Everybody wants to go back to six in like glorious HD. And mm-hmm. even I want to check out six. Like that's the one that everybody tells me you have to play. That's the one. So. Where 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 are they at? I agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Street Fighter Six, okay, and uh, I, I'm I'm gonna actually say something about Street Fighter Six. It looks good. I like playing fighting games. I I read an article from Daigo, and we all know who Daigo is. He uh, he he's the famous um, person that played uh, um, Ken. At uh, an Evo against Justin Wong's uh, Chun Li, and he parried her uh, her with the spinning bird kick 
thing, her, her super, whatever. He parried all the hits, ended up coming yeah. back and winning with the sliver of life. But so his whole thing is, he said that the way this game plays, it's rewarding defensive play, and it's the same reason why he doesn't play Street Fighter Five. He said they don't award people who fight play these certain games and go offensively because you have these defensive um, parry um, meters and and different things like that. And so um, and so his thing was uh, he says he, he doesn't like the fact that it's it's too defensive. Now, he's saying um he would like Street Fighter Six to take to to go a different path and to do something different. Um, but he's honestly he's saying four and five. He said no. It's 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 yeah. It's it's not good enough for him. Even though he's kind of came out and 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 he's done really well um, on those games. But he's just saying it's they 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 award defensive play so people just throw matches. They sit. They wait to react. And he's not a defensive kind of person. He says he likes to play more of offensive. So he he he's on the fence um, so far. And then and, and hearing somebody like this, he he's a pretty prominent character in the FGC. So if he's speaking on something, you need to listen. <laughs> yeah, you need to listen. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I. I, I he wants to do something different. He wants to be more offensive. He wants to play this this game and and enjoy it. Yeah, like from that aspect of the game, uh, I hope at the showcase they show a couple matches. Uh, mm-hmm. Like especially because that showcase they have 30, 35 minutes, so they, they can dedicate a, a nice generous portion to this game, which I think they should show a couple matches. Let the the pros see it. And they can do, they can see if they're really going like more on the offensive spectrum of it or the defensive spectrum like uh, Street Fighter Five was. Uh, that'll be good. The what, what do you think about like the style of it? Because it, it is like it a, looks nice. Yeah, it looks nice. It's a nice but, contrast. Yeah. But for me, and playing fighting games, fighting games are not all about looking nice. It's all about mechanics. Your mm-hmm. game can be nice. It could be beautiful, flashy, ray tracing. You know, when your character falls in the water, you see water drops. They can have all of that, right? But if the mechanics are not there, the game is not going to do well. It's mm-hmm. just it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, he, he like like I said, his, he's going back to wait what Daigo was saying about the uh, about about the concerns he's having about how. Uh, they need to they need to change the defensive options, the defensive comeback mechanics. That they need to uh, award more offensive things. And the way you break all these mechanics down, you have to have a game that has the fluidness to be able to perform all these things. And if you if the game is not fluid enough to do all this, or the mechanics is not good enough, you're just gonna have a flashy, boring fighting game. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at Grand Blue Final Fantasy. I mean, Grand Blue, uh, the fighting game, right? The game looks nice, but it's just you know, nobody's talking about it again, right? They've moved it's, on to Strive, which is like it's exactly. got it's got the look and it's got the mechanics like right? down. Yeah, like people like yeah. the, uh, the game for its mechanics. Yes. So it's just it's um, 
I, I believe that's what it was called. Um, no, no, not Grand Blue Fantasy, but it was a f- Grand Blue fighting game. Grand yeah, Blue the, Fantasy the most recent one. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it yeah. was. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that game right there, it just yeah, it just it just went down. I don't hear anybody talking about this game at all, mm-hmm. at all. So. I don't know. And then on top of that, the whole roster for Street Fighter 6 got leaked. And yeah. everybody thought it was a rumor. And then they came around and Capcom said, yeah, it's real. Uh, and their, their official... <laughs> their official and roster. They got their, screwed. <laughs> their official Twitter said, as a resident of Metro City, we've all seen things we weren't supposed to see. But we're all in this together. We appreciate all the positive reactions thank you for your support so they've actually dropped all 22 fighters of this game chun li ryu uh or ryu or luke ken zangief um honda blanca um i only know his name is dalsy but i i don't know how to pronounce his name fully but um uh kami dj rashid yuri akuma ed uh, seven new challengers, Jamie, Marissa, Mimi, Lily, JP, Kimberly, and AKI or Aki. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's something different, but yeah. Everybody looks see. good. Like I, I like yeah. the designs like, uh, oh, yeah. and, and I, I love the, the style of this, like the mm-hmm. direction they're going because it's going like that really like that street uh like style they're gonna have mm-hmm. lots of like uh like rap influence and like in it they, they've already said they're gonna be working with some uh some rap and producers uh for mm. some of the music um i, I like the graffiti aspect of it mm-hmm. and, and did you see in the trailer the the part that like kind of like made me feel like get goosebumps was you see luke walking around the, yes, uh, the open world. The open world. It, 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 it played like Tekken Dark Resurrection, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That that intrigues me the most because as, mm. as like a casual fighting fan who's like kind of sucks at these games, like I, I want that aspect of it. And and Street Fighter mm. Five didn't have a story mode, so I, I completely skipped it. So mm. this time, if it has that aspect where you get to walk around, you get to talk to people. Uh, you get to challenge people. It adds a new dynamic to it, which uh, I find pretty cool. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, no, it's good. We just got to wait and see. Um, we got to wait and see uh, what's what's going to happen. Because um, something like this, again, play this on the Steam Deck, right? Mm-hmm. Get a joint on there, so. It's not really as much as they announce it with this only thing. It's not really a PlayStation game, but it'd be nice to see the way the game is going to look. But moving on from that, and it brings us to one of the last topics. Uh, and I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time. There's a few games I want to talk about still from the. Oh, like, sure, the sure. Play. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one in particular that I wanted to, to get your opinion on. It's called Eternites. Uh, did you see that one? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eternites. Uh, it's made by this studio called Studio Psy. It kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. At first, I thought it was from the, the studio that did uh, 13 Sentinels. But it, it has that kind of vibe to it and a little bit more RPG-focused. 
Take a look at the oh, trailer. Oh no, ad. I saw this the dating sim game. Come on, Josh. Like really? Come no, come on. It's not Josh, like a complete no. dating sim. Though. It it's is. Like, that's it's, an aspect it, of it. It's. I mean, it's a combat system. From no, Josh. No, I'm not excited from this at all. No. 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's how you'd be all over. I'm it. sorry. Well, nope. What about Stray? The cat game? Yeah. No. What? No. No. Oh, this this state of play was just not for you. No, nope. it was not, and that's why I'm saying. I mean, granted, Eternites looks nice, but this looks like something that we've already had. I mean, playing this looks like um, Scarlet Nexus. Yeah, right. Actually, it yeah, looks the, the art style looks like Scarlet. It Nexus. looks like a more story-driven Scarlet Nexus with a boyfriend and girlfriends, kissing and all of this stuff. It's come on, no, it, no, it's, no. I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll play it, but I'm not excited about it. There's far too much more things to be excited about than this. Mm -hmm. Than this, it's uh, yeah, a dating action game. Yeah. The Callisto <laughs> Protocol, then. I mean, yeah, the groundbreaking, hold-handed technology. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm good. What, what about uh, the Callisto Protocol, which is like the, uh, the I guy who's making it? This one too. Yeah, the guy who's making it was the original maker of Dead Space, and now he's making. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not excited for this either. No. I'm not excited for this. It's, again, that's why I said it's not that it's not it wasn't good. It just wasn't good for me. This doesn't look like something that would pique my interest. I mean, I'll play it, but I'm not going to get excited. See, you got to understand, there's a difference with me and games. There's games that you see you see them and you're like, "Wow, I right, you know, I can't wait for them to come out." Then you see games like, "Wow, I really can't wait for this to come out." They're like, yo, I cannot wait. Like, I'm actually losing sleep over this game. There was no game on that list that made me feel the way I felt when I saw Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Then they turn around and say, yo, we can actually give it to you a whole month earlier. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Xenoblade 3's combat system. Just everything that that game has to offer. This is not for me. It's not. I'm not excited about it. Damn. It just it is what it is. I'm not excited. There's games I'm excited about, and that's not one of them. I'm not. I'm not excited for any one of those games. There, it's it's not. It's you're you're, you're talking about. Uh, now, if I never played Spider-Man before, I'd be excited to play it on a PC, right? But I'm not okay for that either. And then we're talking we about a, a PS Plus day one game about a third person lost cat in, in the world of cyberpunk. Come on now. Next thing we know, this cat is going to have jets now. I wouldn't be surprised. No, no. I, I'm, I'm fully in for that game. I, I'm, I'm just debating whether I should upgrade to PS Extra. Or just buy Josh, you're card. excited for this game because they're giving it to you for free. Okay, it, this is yeah. like Astro's Playroom. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay the forty Canadian. I'll, I will do it. Like day for one. For this, this cat game, awesome. Yeah. Josh, come on. Eight is that to ten hours. 
if it's that's an easy what we play, do, an easy something. video from my YouTube channel. I, I made that trophy guy quick. It's perfect. Is that what we reduced ourselves to? We're excited over a game where a cat is running in an alley and, and, and with the backpack on. What did you? Come on, Josh. There, there's like, so much surprise you could find in a game like that. It's so unique that like you walk into a room you're not supposed to, and you you catch a glimpse of something you're not supposed to, and then you gotta hightail it out of there. Or there's like these these cool moments with these robots and the bustling city. There there's so much potential for that to be uh, surprised. Okay, Josh. Yeah. Just remember it's a cat game, okay? Oh yeah. I get to be a cat for eight hours. Go ahead, go ahead, go get your nine <laughs> lives. Go get your nine lives, and you can scratch on a couch. I'm done. I'm doing it. Josh, you've disappointed me. <laughs> you disappointed. Oh, and you get to stroke people. Oh, Next thing you know, you're saying you can pick up Nintendo dogs again. Anyway, mm -hmm. nope. Yo, they need to bring Nintendo dogs back. No, for the Switch. No. No. They need to bring advanced wars for this with a good plan around and just release the down oh, game. That that reminds me, there's something else I wanted to talk to you about. So Nintendo is sitting on a sequel to one two switch. I saw that. They're just sitting on it. Like it's yeah. done. And it's yeah. supposed to be kind of like Jackbox. So like the problem was the playtesters didn't agree with it. Yeah. They're gonna change it a little That's bit before the they do it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like, imagine being a company where you can sit on games and not release mm -hmm. them and just release them whenever you want. Like, Nintendo was whack this year. Or or even, like, it's unheard of to push a game's release date by a month to a month and a half. True. It, it's, it's Because unheard they got of. Splatoon 3. Yeah. I mean, they had no choice. Yeah. Like, imagine being in a situation like that. Imagine if, like, CG Project Red told us, okay... Cyberpunk is in such a good position right now that we could push that uh, a month ahead. Like, can you imagine, like, mm -hmm. to be in a situation like that? Yep. No. Mm -mm. Pass. Like, Xenoblade isn't a small title. This isn't like a small like stray uh, indie game. Like, this is a hundred hours, and you could spend that extra month polishing this game, finding little bugs here and there. And they said, nope, we're gonna put it a month early. That that why there's a waiting there's a it. big ass set of balls on Nintendo this year. That's why I can't wait for. That's why I want it. The game looks awesome. They brought back the same fighting mechanics from Xenoblade Two, right? Because I didn't like Xenoblade One. You just have three characters and and you fight with it. There's no no real excitement. With this game, with the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in this game, it looks like it has the same. You have two, four, six to seven people on screen at one time that are hero characters. And then you have the enemies filling up the screen. Like it's just, it's pushing the Switch as far as it can go. The game yeah. is built from the ground up on the Switch. You'll never see this anywhere else. Yeah. Never. It's pushing it, yeah. Right. And I, I'm I'm usually the one to say never. I don't usually say never in video games, but um, the way Nintendo is, Nintendo will be selfish over a game before Sony would. Mm -hmm. And that's just my. You're not gonna see Mario on Steam. 
No. I, I, I can't see it. I can't picture it. Me neither. I don't yeah. even know what it looks like. Right. I, I can't picture Nintendo like um, going like a PC direct route. No. I don't nope, think so. It's not happening. Not happening. Unless they somehow got out of the console game. But other, if that's not uh, an option, then we'll, we'll see Switches with Mario in it from here on out. True. True. Um, was there any other game you wanted to drop on? I know we're coming up to the 50 minute mark here. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to say, so, you know, we can actually dump about 10 minutes on it. We don't need to drop that much time on it, but I, I want to joke about Diablo Immortal. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> clown <the> this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a guy, a streamer who had spent money on the game and he didn't get not one five star. I think he spent like a thousand dollars or something like that and he didn't get, oh no four thousand i'm sorry uh that's that's what pulled me in but so, so let me let me let me just start from the beginning here diablo immortal is a looter game that activision blizzard thought it was fun to bring to the phone okay and i i, I gotta i gotta stop keep saying activision blizzard because actually it's just blizzard it's not activision blizzard anymore um because Activision, Activision is on their own. I think didn't didn't Activision Blizzard split already? No, no, they're still oh, they're, together. They're, they're still together. Yeah. Okay. But this All is right. like the Blizzard Studios releasing, it. right? Yeah. So this is their version. Diablo. If you know anything about this, Diablo is a as a isometrical uh, looter. You go out, kill monsters, change your loot, uh, and change your armor. Uh, it's basically a POE, a struggle every day to become um, a Diablo game. So they took all the greatness of what Diablo is and they've turned it into a phone game with micro microtransactions. If they would give you a way to grind and play the game and have fun and then eventually, you know, you can spend money if you want, that'd be wonderful. But no, they made it where, I mean, people are just opening their wallet right now. And right now it is an estimated $110,000 to max out one character madness that is i mean literally and they get you in because you spend a little money here spend a little money there and they're thinking like okay you know i'll get what i want you're basically in canada toronto to be exact you are buying a house to be able to play this game house in the states you've probably bought three houses for the price of what this game's one character is, right? Just, just, just to put it in perspective. Oh no, I'm not going to spend any money. I'm just going to play the game and skip all you losers. It's spending money, you know, blah blah blah. Okay, that's fine. Watch this. They said if you wanted to max out one character, not two, not three, just one, you would have to play hard this game for ten years before you can max out one character and i'm gonna just put that in perspective on how these phone games are and this is the reason why i cannot stand Genshin Impact. now it's a reason and because i'm not flipsy flopsy the same energy that i have for Genshin impact is the same energy i have for this my phone will never see this game yep ever 
I don't care how that. Listen, I'll play Jim, Jim, Jim Wars or this game that I have on there right now that I'm playing, and I will never. This game will never, ever see my Galaxy Fold Three. I'm sorry. I don't care how good it look. It's never. And I'm leaving no it at that. No way. Forget it. Like that. That is like I when I when I like looked at the article you sent. About mm-hmm. like the guy like spending four thousand US and he didn't get what he wanted. Yeah. And then and then you see this information of people calculating it. That's ridiculous. For one character, this isn't even like all the classes done. You've you've dusted this game. No. One character. Just one. I keep that same energy. I don't like Genshin Impact. I don't like this. You'll never see me do it. This is is egregious. And and just to put this into perspective, they didn't even bother uh, releasing Diablo Immortal because it was stopped in Belgium and Netherlands where their gambling laws are much stricter uh, when it comes to their loot boxes and cash shops. They're like, nah, nope. We're not going to even change this game so we could... Put it there. Forget it. We like it the way Too it late. is. Too late. Just, just, just to look at it in a different way. The RNG in this game is so messed up that a streamer named Quinn sixty nine spent over four thousand USD on loot boxes and then cannot get any five star legendary items, which are needed to progress gear. Right? It's. It actually breaks my heart actually that to see that what we've come to just for companies to make money i can't yeah and i won't it's honestly disgusting yep and this is the reason why i can't really 100 percent back the mobile market i understand it's a niche and they got to do what they got to do to make money but there's a reason why i can't get with mobile versions of certain game which is why i didn't continue playing fire emblem uh the one on phone fire emblem heroes right i didn't finish I that, that. yeah I, I've, I've stopped it it's done when i when yeah. you see me spending money for care nope put away done yeah I'm, I'm getting i'm getting the the gems i need to get the characters i want and then all of a sudden now i gotta get like the springtime uh lucina and the um the summertime uh roy no this is a slippery ass slope and I'm not doing it. No. Mm-mm. You literally nope. got to spend like your whole battery to like every day. You got to clean your battery out to to play these games and get like any kind of progression. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm good, Josh. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Nope. I'm out. Been out. So uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just put a smile on our face and at least bring up the nuggets for this week because that mm-hmm. right there is yeah, it's I, I mean I couldn't believe it. and this actually before we go to the nuggets, this actually remember if you guys remember I want to say like fifteen episodes ago, Matt came in and talked about the loot boxes and player unknown battleground, mm-hmm. about how much money you have to be able to go through that. This reminds me of the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's like a case of like this crap in, that happens on mobile uh, feeding into console and PC gaming because mm-hmm. then they, they got the idea from them and they're putting it in here now where you're spending a lot of money to get nothing 
Yep. That's that. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got these nuggets to one on one through Josh. I'm gonna let you run these, um, cause yeah, I'm gonna let you run. <laughs> I like this first one. Uh, Pizza Hut and Limited Run Games have teamed up so that you can get a free Pizza Hut personal pan pizza if you buy a physical copy of TMNT Shredder's Revenge. This mirrors a promotion that was done back when TMN2, the arcade game on the NES, came out in 1989. That's cool. No, that. Yeah, and, and uh, I was, uh, I forget his name, but he's someone who works at uh, uh, Limited Run Games. And he was saying that, like, let it be known that the boss of Limited Run Games will go to the end of the earth for a callback like this. And like the the amount of hoops he had to go to make this happen uh, is, oh. is pretty funny. Like especially Dedication. like coordinating with Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. All right. And here's another interesting uh, team up. DoorDash and GameStop have teamed up in select places in the U.S. where they can deliver your games for you from GameStop to your house via DoorDash, same day delivery. So now you don't even got to wait in line at 10 o'clock at EB Games slash GameStop. I don't like that, and I'm going to tell you why. There is a certain aura that you get when you go buy your game. So, for instance, GameStop has called me. Hey, you know, hi, um, you know, Metal X2, your um, your copy of Mario Strikers Battle League will be, a, and, you know, be able to pick up on Friday. You make, you miss out on your loot. Okay. Yeah, they could probably pick that up for you. But it's it's exciting going and picking up your own ish. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, yeah. and then being able to see what other games is there, what other games coming out, little freebies, little trinkets that you want. Like, it's just, there's a whole vibe when you go on a game site. So to go and have your game brought back to you, I don't agree with that. Yeah. There, there's an experience you can't replace by um, having them correct. deliver it to yep. you. And you yeah. know what? I'll go ahead and throw I'll I'll go ahead and throw an old one out here. You know, I don't know if people remember these or maybe too too young. Funko went for the states, and Babbage is for Canada. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if you remember those places where I think in the mall used to have that. Yeah, those places were nice because you got to go in, you got to be able to try it out, the game out. Uh, it, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Though this. It was nice. I liked it. I still remember when EB Games went by Electronic Boutique. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, before they changed their name. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. Going there, getting PS1 games. It was a nice mm-hmm. experience. Hey, you can't, you can't replicate that. No. Okay, here's one for you. And I hope I hope this is enough to push you over the edge. So, just in time for its PS Plus free release, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl has received a long fan-requested feature. Voice acting. Hey. Most of the original voice actors have all returned for their roles, including Tom Kenny as SpongeBob, Richard Horvitz as Zim, Billy West as Ren and Stimpy, and much more. And it's free on PS Plus. <laughs> yeah, I've been wasting my money on it. I really feel like that game can do something. Again, this is going back to what I said before about Street Fighter Six mechanics. I like where they're trying to go with Nickelodeon, 
But if you play that and if you compare it to something like Multiverses, Multiverses feel polished. This game don't. This game, the full version is out. Multiverses is the open beta test. For all we know, that could be a previous build. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be a lot farther. That game, much more polished. I don't know. Nintendo, um, uh, Nickelodeon need to come out. It, it feels good, but I'm very interested to try out Multiverses and see how it works. Yep. I, I love Multiverses. Very good. I played the open beta. Um, it was wonderful. I'm wait. I mean, sorry, not the open beta, the closed beta. I'm waiting for the open beta so that progress can carry over to the full game because yeah. I want to be able to continue playing it. But that game with the battle pass and all that, excuse me, I feel like it's going to be something I'm going to put in my rotation. I'm going to have fun. I have not heard one single bad thing about that game there from anybody go. who's played it. So there you go. That, that's, that's very interesting. Yep. Mm hmm. So let's see. Okay. Battlefield 2042 is set to finally release season one where players will get th this is a big amount of stuff. And of course, I'm being very uh, sarcastic here. One specialist, two helicopters, two new weapons and one new map. And that's it. That's all you're getting for this season. We've been waiting. Uh, it is now seven months since the game came out. For season one so i'm gonna say this apparently i've been hearing some rumblings that battlefield 2042 is a reportedly in a bad and shit mode as ea is not even focusing on this game mm -hmm. anymore um, they have so a skeleton crew now working on this, this, game. this game this game released horribly they tried to turn around and say this game is going to be buried in this game and then they came on and they started just doing too much it's just this is where EA has been shooting themselves in the foot with these like very bad releases because they did this with Anthem. They had a skeleton crew working on Anthem 2.0 and they said, okay, you guys are done. Bye. They did this with Battlefield 5 where modes didn't come out for like another six or seven months. And now this. They, they can't keep doing this because people are going to eventually just stop caring. True. True. What can you say? I'm not a believer. Yeah, the, it, it's it's done. This thing is done. <laughs> like we'll see you. We'll see you at the next battlefield. Bye. Yeah. That's even if they need to really think about the battlefield. To be honest with you. Yeah. What do I know? Let it go. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So so one game that's not going to be a flop because it looks very good is uh, Evil West, and this is Focus Home Souls like western game uh that's set to come out september 30th uh okay. not not a good time to release a game because september is just stacked uh mm -hmm. with tons of games but still i think this thing has so much interest in it that it might be like another elden ring uh mm -hmm. this year like there there's a lot of hype for it all right we'll see what um, happens yes then then we got the the trio that we watched in the movies not too long ago Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, they'll be joining Fall Guys in August. Uh, mm. I, I assume that's close to the release for the Xbox and Switch version. And you know what? I forgot um, that this month we have Fall Guys. What makes What's this, this game special ah. is... Yes, it is. What makes this game special is they are separating the, the game that's on PlayStation right now 
and the game that's on Steam. These are gonna, they're still gonna play their own, but they're gonna be separated, okay? <laughs> then they're gonna re-release the game, the game on PC only under Epic because you know Mediatonic was purchased by Epic Games, yeah. so it's just gonna be on Epic Game Store. But also they're gonna re-release a new game on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, and that game, cross-play, cross-progression, everything. Right, they are giving you a token for people who played the existing Fall Guys, and from what I hear, they're letting you carry over your Fall Guy skins um, mm -hmm. from Ultimate yeah, from Knockout. The, yeah. Um. So, and you can pair that up to your account. Did they uh, drop the the name for it? Is it just called Fall Guys now, or is it still um, like Fall Guys Ultimate? Well, Knockout? it's called Free for All. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called, I know there's, what is it called? Um, Fall Guys. I think it's yeah, Fall isn't guys it like free, free for, for all? all? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, Fall Guys Free For All. So yeah, Fall Guys Free For All and um, Fall Guys, uh, Fall Guys. Um, Ultimate Knockout. Uh, Ultimate Knockout, yep yeah so yep they have those things uh, and right now if you're waiting if you pre-register there's awards so for the for anybody who pre-registers if they get 2.5 pre-registers you get the three point uh, three thousand five hundred kudos keen beam nameplate uh, at 1.5 million burgers pattern, at 2 million muscle man emote, and at 2.5 million, you get the melon head costume right now. So far, they've crushed the 500K keen bean nameplate. So they're halfway to the 1 million mark, which is Whoa. the 3,500 3, kudos. So, um, cool. Yeah. I, um, it's nice to see how they're going to go about that. Yep, as like a companion to Fortnite and Rocket League, like Fall Guys is just the next thing that Epic wants to push into the stratosphere. And we'll probably have Fall Guys for like another 10 years, like maybe more. Mm -hmm. Like th this game's going to be around for a long time. Yep, no, I agree. I, yep. I definitely agree. So that's just, that's that's where we're at right now. I, I really mm -hmm. feel it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, our, our last nugget is uh, Dragon Age 4 gets a new title. It'll be known as Dragon Age Dreadwolf, which they did hint back in 2018 with the hashtag The Dreadwolf Rises. Um, we'll see you in 2024 when this game maybe comes out. Like mm -hmm. it, it goes back to EA mismanaging stuff um, like they're doing with Battlefield. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, that is episode 115. We definitely appreciate you guys being here with us, supporting us. Um, we can't wait to talk about, uh, to, to show what's going to happen next week. We are going back live. Yes, you've heard it. We're going back live. We're showing everyone how much we miss y'all out there. So our episodes are going to go back live and uh, we're going to share some love. So look forward to us next week. Episode 116 um, 
we're, we're, we're going to live it up. But until then, this is episode 115. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, but Josh, unless you have anything else. Uh, no. No, no play the cat game right. when it comes out in July. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we are totally out of here. <laughs> we're out of here, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night. Play the cat game. Oh, gosh. Thank you.